Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi. And today, if you couldn't tell by the podcast cover, we are talking about failure. Something that we all have done, something that we probably do on a day-to-day, and some of us probably struggle in a more deeper sense with it. So today, what if I told you that failure is actually the pathway to success? Hmm. Yeah, hot take. Let's get into it. So again, no guest this week, but a good topic to talk about, and hopefully we'll talk about more with a guest in the future. We'll see, depending on who comes in, who wants to talk, and what they want to talk about. But today, here we are. We're going to be talking about failure and why I think that, you know, it's it's something that is necessary for a good spiritual life, right? So this past week, I was just on social media scrolling and I stumbled upon the living person's podcast, uh, well, their Instagram, and they're asking about podcast ideas and, you know, like how much I love talking about vulnerability. I love hearing different takes on vulnerability. So I just, you know, I threw that up there, the importance of vulnerability. And Jarrell texted me, like sent me a message back. He said, uh, Brene Brown. I was like, Brene Brown, who's that? I've never heard of her before. So at least I couldn't remember if I've heard of her before. And she's like, oh, she's a shame researcher. Um, she has this uh, the TED Talk that went viral back in the day. And she has this Netflix special. And that's how I got acquainted with her, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, for real? Okay. So first of all, go check out The Living Person's podcast. If you haven't already, it's just called, just look up The Living Person on Spotify and it'll come up. It's really great. It's... Um, Jarrell has a lot of great insight and wisdom and he shares it with the best that he can in the way that he can is amazing. So go check that out. Loving person on Spotify. At least that's all I know now. He might be on Apple soon. But in any case, he told me about Brene Brown and I went to go check it out. And I realized on a YouTube Brene Brown vulnerability, <laughs> I saw that I've watched that be her TED talk, that 20 minute TED talk. A long time ago and I was like oh let me watch it again so I watched it again I was like wow this is amazing like hearing the research side of you know the 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 truth from the quote of St. C.S. Lewis that you know told that made me love vulnerability that made me you know so aware of it like hearing the research of it like made it so more real in any case I ended up watching her Netflix special and it was so good she ended up writing this uh, book um, titled Daring, Daring Greatly, uh, D-A-R-I-N-G, Greatly. Um, and she got this, um, she was telling a story in there about how she was so like afraid of these the, the comments that were she was getting from the TED Talk. She, like, she didn't know that the TED Talk that went viral the, about vulnerability, it's on YouTube. She didn't think it was going to go viral. She didn't even know it was going to be on YouTube. And so she would go in the comments and like, you know, there were some crazy things on there. And so she said that she went down the spiral hole of trying to avoid the world and like going to watch Downton Abbey to a point where after Downton Abbey was over, she like Googled things and like went down this rabbit hole into where a point where she found Theodore Roosevelt's speech uh, the, in 1910, uh, the citizenship in a republic speech. And in that, she quoted this thing that changed her life or, you know, kind of had her God moment, you know. Part of the speech that she quoted 
is right here. I'm going to pull it up real quick. Hold on. Theodore Roosevelt said, It is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The critic belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms? The great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who, at the best, knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? You know, being vulnerable put you in an opportunity in a, in a state that is scary, you know, but it shows you how to be brave, how to be courageous. But when you're brave and when you're courageous and when you're being vulnerable, you know, that will mean you will fail. You know, she also says in there that you can choose to be courageous, but you can, the opposite side of that would be to be comfortable. She, she said that in the beginning of her day, she always says to herself, Brene will say, today I will choose courage over comfort. And when we start our day by stressing the news, we already chose comfort. You know, so maybe it starts there just by getting up. Uh, you know who, um, I forget who said it, but the uh, heroic minute, getting up right when your alarm gets up, you get up and you start praying. I try to do that with my um, roommates back in the day, and I think it only worked out once or twice. And I, we were there for like four, like we were roommates for four semesters, so it was tough. And it's a hard thing to do. But you know, maybe if we start there by denying our physical, you know, like our physical desire to be comfortable, we will also be. Um, denying our comfortable in our spiritual life you know could deny the comfort in our spiritual life but the one thing we need to understand is that when we are striving to be good christians to be good catholics to be good people we are going to fail and we will know failure but i think it's safe to say that we are afraid to fail i asked this to my teens uh my my peer ministers last week what do you want to learn this year what how do you want to grow as a leader and they said you know, get, how, getting over failure. And I said, huh, that's a good one. That's a deep one. And we go on and do a couple other things. But this one's stuck in my brain. This is kind of the reason why I'm, I'm here talking about it, you know. But why are we afraid to fail? Well, you think about it. We are kind of innate to desire to be better. Nobody wants to be mediocre. Nobody wants to be second. Everyone's trying to be first innately. I mean, at least with guys, you know, usually we want to, to be the best that we can be innately. Maybe it's a guy gene. Maybe it's a person gene. I don't know. We also don't want to let people down. When we fail, that means other people are involved and sometimes and, and we can let them down and we can disappoint people. And we don't want to do that. It doesn't, failure also does not feel good because of these things, you know. 
and all of these can kind of be drunk like bunched up or in a, under the umbrella of pride too you know like failure is really tough and i might even do a little thing on on um the on instagram asking why are you afraid to fail and see the different you know things because i'm interested now there may be tons more and i don't know but you know these are some of the probably the reasons why we're afraid to fail you know thinking that i should be better than this especially when you've been in the faith for a long time and you you know you've been trying to become a better person and you get upset on yourself sometimes i've done this before myself where you know, I'm. I start. I continue to struggle with this certain sin. I'm just like, man, I should be better than this. I go to confession. I throw myself like a, you know, I just I'm so mad at myself. Like I should be better than this. I should be able to overcome this at this point. Blah 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 blah. Um, but I keep struggling with it. What is going on? I hate it. Blah blah blah. You know, all these things. These things that we talk to ourselves about when we're trying to be better. All that means is really that we need to rely on the Lord still. You know, we're still weak. I mean, we're always going to need to rely on the Lord. We all do, period. <laughs> and now it's not, it doesn't mean that you're weak. I mean, it just means that you have to abide in the Lord to be able to get things done. It doesn't make you a weak person. I mean, for the men out there, I know that you don't want to ever be perceived as, perceived as weak. But that's not weak. That makes you strong, gentlemen, everybody. We have to rely on each other and be there for each other. And I say this every week because it's true. Otherwise, we're just prideful. <laughs> Trying to do things on our own and to do everything by ourselves. It's it's not what we we're meant for. We are meant for each other. We are meant to, to like grow with one another and stuff like that. Um, you've heard it before. So let this be an encouragement that, you know, if you're still struggling with a certain sin and you keep finding yourself failing over and over again, um, know that it's okay to fail and it's okay to be struggling with it. Accept that failure and like grow from it and, you know, use these things as stepping stones. Yeah, but don't try to do it alone. Have a spiritual director, have a friend, go to a friend, you know, have an accountability partner, whatever the case may be. But don't try to do it alone because you're not meant to do it alone, you know. Another thing is that we need, just need to be, stop being afraid of failure. Like I said, we need to accept it. We have to see it as an opportunity for growth. St. Uh, Jose Maria Escriva um, said this quote, So you failed? You cannot fail. You have not failed. You have gained experience. Forward. What I'm trying to say here is that stop looking at your failure as a failure, see as 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 wisdom gained, an opportunity growth, an experience learned, right? And it's just a easier said than done per se. But you know, no saint, no athlete, no artist, no person who is successful has become successful without failure, right? So when you transform these things into not just seeing them as failure, you don't you, you it's you're probably less inclined to get down on yourselves for failing if you've never like if you stop thinking of it as failure. But you can also encourage yourself that yes, that was a stumble stumbling block maybe. No, not even that. Like you learn from it. You got to keep propelling forward. You know, like that's the last thing he said. He, it's like separate, its own word in this quote, in St. Maria Escriva's quote, is forward. Keep going towards the goal. Keep going towards the cross, you know. 
the failure is going to happen. Christ fell three times, you know, carrying that cross, but he kept going. He kept going. In the Bible, James 1, uh, verses 2 to 4, it has a good quote about finding joy in, in these hardships, right? Consider it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials, you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance be perfect, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Right? So you can find joy in it. You know, when you continue to transform your thoughts on failure, like, doesn't mean you need to avoid failure. Like, don't avoid it. You can change your perspective on it without avoiding it. You can, like I said, you can see it as a stepping stone, a place where you can go forward and propel yourself towards the cross. But one thing you got is like easy to do, and and sometimes it's just like it just happens. You don't realize is that you can try to step into comfort because we have that fight or flight mentality. It's like either we go forward, and when we fail, it's like okay, well, might as well keep failing or. Or you go that way, you, or you go the opposite way, and you're like, I need to be better, and you go forward, right? And the one thing is, like, when you decide to just continue to fail, whatever, you're settling for that safety, that mediocrity, that comfort. Like I said, when you, when you press snooze in the morning, you already chose to comfort. Again, we're not made for comfort. We were made for greatness, right? Safety is staying indoors. It's like a, a car, Staying in the garage. You'll never get in an accident if it's in the garage. But that's not what cars are meant to do. Cars are meant to be driven. They're meant to be taken out on the road to take from point A to point B to sometimes accept failure. Things are going to mess up in the car, but you have to fix it. (laughs) Right? And you go forward. It's going to happen. So step into that metaphorical arena that Theodore Roosevelt was talking about. Get down and dirty get some scars, you know, like from these failures, things that are going to hurt you. Accept the failure. Cuz you're going to fail. But it's going to be okay. <laughs> you can accept failure. But you don't have to also expect it, right? <laughs> now they say uh plan for the worst, hope for the best. No, like always Continue forward. Don't even think about failure. If it happens, it happens. And move forward. Learn from it. Understand this. We we need to be courageous and step out into the arena. Like they said, like he said. We need to put ourselves out there. We need to make ourselves vulnerable. But we have to accept all failure so that we can grow from it. And we can't talk about failure without talking about success. Right? Um, and a lot of the times people think that as opposites of each other. And this world will say that you're not successful unless you do everything perfect or that you make this amount of money or this this amount of things or you have this item or that item. If you have AirPods, if you have an iPhone, if you have an Android, if you have a Galaxy, you know, like all these different things. Like success is like based off of so many superficial things in this world, right? I believe that success as a Christian, as a Catholic is when we are able to, is to fail and to accept these failures and to grow, grow from them, to gain knowledge from them.
to love them, to accept them even. It's crazy, I know, wow, like you would never want to do that. But, like I said, no saint, no artist, no athlete has gotten to where they are without failing. Look at Michael Jordan, look at uh, LeBron James, you know, like big basketball fans. Look at the saints, look at St. Paul. All these people have failed one, in one way or in another. In their day-to-day and huge criminal ways. But there's somebody who redeems that, and that's our Lord. We have to repent and go to confession, yeah. But after that, it's gone, man. It's over. I know now this, and I can move forward. I know this is where I'm going to mess up. I better not even go near it. Go around it. Ignore it. Right? I think the only time you truly fail is the times when you fail or you mess up and you decide that it's not worth it to get back up. That is the only time you actually fail. Don't give up. Get back up. Get going. I'll end with this. Growing up, my favorite basketball player was Dwayne Wade because I was in, in South Florida, like I said before, um, and we were close to Miami, like about an hour away from Miami. So we went to a lot of Miami Heat games, and I remember seeing Dwayne Wade's first game and well, one of one of his first games in his first season, and me like falling in love. I was like in three, I was in the third grade, grade three, um, and that's when I fell in love with basketball. I mean, I was watching it before then, but I was really able to form my own opinion at that point in my life. So he became my favorite player. And one of the things he did have, like back in the days when he had all these injuries on, um, back in 07 and 08, he came back with this commercial in 2009 um, with Converse. It said, fall down seven, get up eight. In the sense that he's going to fall down several times and he's going to fail several times, but he's going to get up and succeed and go forward. I remember that commercial vividly and I think about it a lot, especially when I'm, you know, when I'm thinking about exercising, because sometimes you can get down on yourself. You're like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not as strong as I once was. I lost my gains, all these things. You know, people say that all the time. If you're a gym head, like you hear these things, it's like the common thing that's talked about. (laughs) But in any case, failure will happen and it's going to happen but this doesn't mean you have to run from it be afraid from it expect it all you have to do with failure is accept it understand that it's going to happen and not be afraid of it learn from this learn from these failures from these moments of op- like uh, look at them as moments of um, an opportunity for growth like i said i'm going to keep on repeating myself because it's true and hopefully, hopefully, we all get to that point where we're not afraid to fail. And understand that failure is just a way to learn to grow. And so if you're struggling, whether you're struggling with this or not, I think a prayer that we need to all pray um, and have with our Lord is that we have the strength and courage to meet and to accept failure. That understanding that failure is not going to be something that is going to destroy us, to kill us, but it's going to help us become more successful, to be a better saint, to be a better person in general. And so hopefully 
we can get there. And I think that the prayer just sincerely needs to ask for the courage and the strength to do that. And so I'm praying for you. Please keep praying for me because I struggle with this too. Um, uh, like more than I think I do, you know, it's all one of these things that either you struggle with a lot or you struggle with it and you don't understand it, you know? So pray for me. I'm praying for you. You guys will be my prayers, whether you're listening or not, like I say every week. And uh, thanks for listening uh, this week. I hope that this was um, helpful in any shape, way or form. If you have any suggestions on how I can make this podcast better, please go to our email and send us a uh, you know, a suggestion, or if you have any podcast ideas you want to send us, please do that too. You can send it to our email at um, livingardently at outlook.com. You could also just send it to us via direct message on Instagram at livingardently, or you can send it to me. If you're following me, it's if you want to follow my personal account, you can follow it at it's only Adrian, I T S only and Adrian. You can see my name on the podcast cover. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I do ask if you guys could leave a rating and maybe even a review if you have time. If you're on Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening on, even Apple, please subscribe or follow whatever the option is so that you can get a notification every time we, whenever we have a podcast up. So please do that. It keeps you intact when I'm uploading and stuff like that. Usually it's every Monday, like I say, um, but sometimes it gets a little jumbled up. Lastly, if you listen to episode 12, you heard that Tanya and I started a podcast. If you listened to our very first podcast, you heard that Tanya and I started a podcast, started it actually way back then, but we finally got it on the ground running and it's up on Spotify currently. So if you want to go look it up, it's called Off the World. I posted it on our social media. So if you want to go find it there, you can go find it there. You can follow that Instagram account at Off the World Podcast. Off, that's two Fs, not one. And yeah, it's a less a lot less serious than this one. I mean, this is not super serious if you cared myself. But yeah, it's more spirit. This one's more spiritual based. That one's a little bit more goofy, funny, and you'll get a good laugh. And hopefully you guys enjoy that. And yeah, anyway, that's all I got. Thanks for listening once again. And hopefully this helps you guys in some way, shape or form. I will be praying for you. Please pray for me. And until the next one, keep living ardently. Take care.